Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 295 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for sending your Son to be the final sacrifice for our sins. Speak to our hearts today as we read about his resurrection. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching in Matthew chapter 28. I love this rendition of the resurrection. In verse 2, we read there was an earthquake. The earthquake happened when an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and rolled the boulder away from the tomb. The angel's appearance was like lightning and his garments as white as snow. We see God's almighty power as we read this chapter. The guards were terrified and became like dead men while the ladies listened to the angel. Jesus has risen. Some of the most treasured of all words we can read in God's word. This message was for Jesus' followers and not for the guards. The Lord knows how to get his messages to the ones he means them for and to stop up the ears of those he doesn't. There is a nugget of wisdom here for us. The whispers we hear from the Lord are for us and not necessarily for others. We need to be careful who we share them with so they aren't trampled upon, which can lead to discouragement. The angel gave the women instructions to tell the disciples that Jesus would meet them in Galilee. Then Jesus met the two Marys and told them the same thing. God knew this message would be almost unbelievable for the disciples, so he sent the message in multiple ways. Sometimes we need to hear his message multiple times so that we believe it too. We serve a merciful and compassionate God who never gives up on us. Jesus met with the disciples and told them some magnificent things. He told them that all the power on earth and heaven was given to him. He told them to make disciples of all nations. He told them to teach people to obey all he had told them over the years. And last, he told them, I am with you all the days, perpetually, uniformly, and on every occasion to the very close and consummation of the age. Amen, so let it be. Jesus is with us every day, perpetually, and on every occasion. He made sure to let us know that we are never alone before he ascended into heaven. Well, let's see what we can learn in Hebrews chapter 9. The author writes about how blood sacrifices were made for the sins of the people, just as we have read in the Old Testament. Verse 22 says, In fact, under the law, almost everything is purified by means of blood. And with the shedding of blood, there is neither release from sin and its guilt, nor the remission of the due and merited punishment for sins. Blood was shed regularly for the people's sins before Jesus' blood was shed. The blood he shed covers us once and for all. There is no need for any other sacrifices. And what a wonderful pairing to our resurrection reading in Matthew today. I enjoyed reading about the tabernacle, the lampstand, the showbread loaves, and the Holy of Holies, where the high priest went in just once a year. It is a great reminder about all that we have read in the Old Testament. Verse 28 is the pinnacle of our faith and this chapter and says, Even so, it is that Christ, having been offered to take upon himself and bear as a burden the sins of many once and once for all, will appear a second time, not to carry any burden of sin, but to bring to full salvation those who are eagerly, constantly, and patiently waiting for and expecting him. We look forward to the second coming of Christ. Let us be the eager ones waiting patiently and not straying from God's will for our lives while we wait. Let us pray for patient endurance to endure to the end. Let's see what Jeremiah is prophesying in chapter 33. 
This chapter is full of the promises of God's restoration to his people. At the time Jeremiah received this prophecy, he was still in prison for prophesying about the plight of the people. They still didn't believe Babylon would rule them for long. However, the destruction was piling up around them, and it was going to get worse, a lot worse. But after all the destruction, God will bring restoration in a new covenant through his son. Again, a lovely pairing with the resurrection reading today. God assured them that the time will come when Judah and Israel will be completely restored, and we await Jesus' second coming. In chapter 34, there was still a false idea that Babylon would not overthrow Judah, for a short time, the Babylonians retreated from Judah to fight the Egyptians, but Jeremiah prophesies that they will be back. Not only that, God told Jeremiah to tell King Zedekiah they would be back for him. Second Kings 25 verses 6 and 7 tell of the pain he endured. He was captured, his sons were killed in front of him, and then his eyes were put out. The house of the Lord, the king's house, and all the houses of Jerusalem were burned down. Most of the remaining people were killed or taken captive. Only a few of the poorest people were left to tend the land. All of this had been prophesied about by Jeremiah, and we have read about all of it coming true in 2 Kings a while back. You may find it interesting to go back and read this story in 2 Kings chapter 25 and 2 Chronicles chapter 36. I certainly did. Let's see what we can learn in Psalm 114. This psalm retells some of God's wondrous works in leading the Israelites out of captivity from Egypt, how he parted the Red Sea and the Jordan River. Verse 7 says, Tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob, who turned the rock into a pool of water, the flint into a fountain of waters. There is nothing the Lord cannot do. He is great and is greatly to be praised. Let us remember to include him in our plans and allow him to lead us in the way he determines us to go. Let us pray. O Lord, thank you for your great and mighty plans. Thank you for sacrificing your son to save us. Thank you for making a way for us to be in relationship with you, Father. Thank you for cleansing us and making us righteous before you. Help us fully receive the gifts you offer. Help us be obedient to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.